Hi, it's Lars Menzel, and this is Available Light, my podcast about photography. This is episode 5, which we'll call Hyperreality. The girl is suspended in time, frozen, in a moment of exhilaration. On the picture, her hair blows in the wind, and she has thrown her left arm up in delight. In trance, possibly. Something about the girl's exposed back makes the photo look like a painting. The light on her shoulders is just too perfect, the way it falls down her back and emphasizes the creases in her dress. In the blinking of the camera's shutter, writes John Banville, time is stopped. To the author, the fact that you can't stop time with a human eye means that photography does something unreal. That's why he continues, the world in pictures is a world of being, while in the real world, everything is a fearless process of becoming. The girl in the photo is stuck in a moment in 1968, when photographer Dennis Stock took her photo at a rock concert. But what makes it so remarkable isn't that she's frozen. We've certainly seen that before. It is the way the photographer has isolated her in the picture. She's close to his camera, while the rest of the world, a busy crowd of concertgoers, has faded into the background. They're frozen too, but we only see them sitting on a beach, waiting, unperturbed. None of them are celebrating like her. So the girl looks like she doesn't quite belong, as though someone had cut her out and glued her into this frame, like a collage. But of course nobody has. There's a little ledge visible in the lower left corner of the picture, showing that she stands on some kind of platform. In fact, nothing about the picture is unrealistic. It is just that the perspective and the framing is spot on. The exposure is just right and the emotion is perfectly captured. It is the brevity of a moment made beautifully permanent in a picture that isn't just realistic, but hyper-realistic. It seems odd. Our eyes are pretty powerful instruments. To speak in camera terms, the finest camera lens pales in comparison to what our eyes can do. They have higher color accuracy, higher low-light performance, and rapid focus. But couple the camera lens with the ability to freeze time, and you get what we consider art. Cameras capture something hyper-realistic, something we can't normally see. It's because our eyes move on too quickly, and the world is in the process of becoming, remember? Susan Sontag had another name for hyperrealism. She called it surrealism. In her famous book On Photography, she writes, Surrealism lies at the heart of the photographic enterprise. Since her book gets quoted way too often already, I'm going to spare you the rest of that paragraph. The point is that Sontag recognized the oddity of any given photo, because its realism wasn't quite right. For it to be surreal, manipulation is unnecessary, if not redundant, she wrote. There, I had to quote her again. We're fond of saying that the camera doesn't lie. As an inanimate object, it doesn't have an agenda, and it produces representations that are as faithful as the technology allows. When photography was first invented, painters actually found it too realistic for art. They made a distinction between artistic and realistic representation, possibly to 
save their own jobs that were suddenly threatened by a camera. For a while, the camera's realism was considered vulgar. But in photography, we've come to accept its realism, and we now consider it art. There's still a paradox, though. As cameras get technically refined, photos become sharper, and our reality quite literally moves into focus. That means the resulting photos become more and more hyper-realistic. They are more brilliant than reality. You could understand that to mean that humans aren't perfect. That despite of our great eyes, we're fundamentally flawed observers, and that we're too busy living from one second to the next to really stop and capture something, to take it in as vividly as the camera can. You could argue that our memory is too unreliable, that it takes the same artistic liberties that a painter does when we remember something. Or you could turn it all in its head and repeat after me. The camera does lie. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, head over to www.available.li. There's a bunch more episodes for you to check out, all about photography. We have stories about the past, stories about the future, the story of an Italian-Mexican communist, and the story about a German architect who believed that he could see in a new way. Go check it out, and let me know how you liked it.